to Fika for Life. Uh, Ed just made a funny joke. That was <laughs> me. It my, was Lin. <laughs> my oh. name is Lin Yuen and my co-host is... Edward Thomas. Yes, and today we have a special guest. Who is this, Ed? Oh, our special guest is a really dear friend of mine, all the way from South Africa. He flew in, flew in just to be on our show today. <laughs> kind of. Timmy, I can't even say your last name. Timmy Mafaba. Mabale. 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 Yes. That would just be so wrong in Swedish. Exactly. Timmy Mabale. No. So, for those of you who don't speak Swedish, we just said something that probably we should. Yeah. It's not appropriate. No. Yeah, so today's topic is getting established in Sweden as an immigrant. And we have someone who's a long term immigrant. (laughs) 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 They bought me back in slavery in 1865, (laughs) kept me alive all these years. So uh, you were the long term one, I'm the median one, and Timmy. Recently. Recently, yeah. Like a steak. Well done, medium. (laughs) 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 obviously you got a joke and we have our studio audience with us yes (laughs) (laughs) yes Yes, you can always come and be a part of our studio audience yeah just write us a mail yeah just let us know that you're going to be here in town and we'll uh we'll hook you up yeah that'd be Mm -hmm. fun yeah so ed when did you come to sweden I came to Sweden in 1994. <laughs> 94, <laughs> for the, yeah. For the first time. And but then, um, but I, um, when that's, that's when in. we're visiting, that's when we were visiting uh, for the first time. And then 1996, mm-hmm. back in the last century, that's <laughs> when I moved to Sweden permanently. So that's how many years ago? A lot. <laughs> you can't. 25. I can't count. No, not yet. No, it's only 23, I think. 23. 26. Yeah, this is 2019. So 2019, and I came here in 96. So that would be like thir- ah, 23 years. That's 23. Yeah. yeah. So, wow, 23 years. Huh? No, that's almost uh, as old as you are. <laughs> no way. Um, I came to Sweden in 2011, and now it's 2019, so eight Ooh. years ago. Wow, that's really And you came to Sweden in 2016. In 2016. Aww. So that's like three years ago. Yes. Little baby. <laughs> Little baby. <laughs> He's still wearing his Swedish immigrant diapers. You know? no. <laughs> Maybe we can roll it up from like Timmy's perspective. So yeah. how'd you come to Sweden? And now I guess you want to stay in Sweden? Yeah. Yeah. So how? I can see myself mm-hmm. staying here. Mm-hmm. So I actually didn't even know that a country like Sweden existed. <laughs> So. You thought it was Switzerland or That's something? easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like busy with my master's back home in South Africa. And then someone said to me, like, there's scholarships to go abroad to Europe. Mm-hmm. I did applications for it. And there was only two places that had <laughs> actually something in the field of medicine, and uh-huh. which was Sweden and Italy. But now the problem with Italy is that I had to actually do Italian for a year before, before. I could actually wow. start with my master's and like no wow no 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 wow that would be kind of cool though no I come from South Africa like my name is like a Mario you know <laughs> I like a pizza for you it's my brother Luigi you know <laughs> Luigi <laughs> yes wow you can be Bowser <laughs> oh wow we have some Italian people in cross culture don't listen to that yeah. we're not Please, we're not racist or anything out. we're just weird <laughs> Okay. And then I literally applied for this, got this, and then I came here. After I did my master's, I was like, hmm, I'll stick around a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I'm still here. Yeah, 
you're still here. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, what stage are you in now? Are you like, do you do you feel that you are established in Sweden, or do you feel like you're still on a transition? Or, well, if you contrast me to a lot of people who came at about the same time as me or before mm-hmm. me, it I look or I seem to be a little bit more ahead than most people. Mm-hmm. Because I've learned the language. Mm-hmm. So I you mean, speak Swedish, yes? I speak Swedish. Yes, I wouldn't say that I am completely 100% fluent. Mm-hmm. But I think I have a little bit of an upper hand in terms of other people. Mm. In terms of the culture as well, I've become so accustomed to everything and how Swedish things Oof. are done and how wow. the life and the cycle and everything goes here. <clears throat> that it's scary when I go to other European Countries, place, countries yeah. I just like I get Confused. frightened. <laughs> I just like, oh, why is there no order? Why are people not queuing? <laughs> why, why are people? Why how are you supposed to know? <laughs> yeah, how, how do people don't have respect here? People don't respect <laughs> personal space. <laughs> don't sit near me in the bus. Like, oh, you got like sweet. That. You got oh sweetified. I know. Sweet I got sweetified. In the <laughs> beginning, I was really, really offended by a lot of things. Oh. I was like, oh my god, they don't like people. <laughs> what is oh wrong with these people? They're so cold. And now I'm just like, you're the same. <laughs> the same a little bit, which is bad. That's really bad. Good. I'm going to call your mother right now. You need to bring that switch over here and spank that boy because he's like, I don't know, he's just, he's just too Swedish for me, you know. So you would say that, uh, what I mean, when I think about established, I, say, I also think about language. Mm-hmm. That's really the key thing in Sweden. Like, even though you get far, really far with English and all the, like, officialist things you mm-hmm. can even do in English, but just the social thing, the working thing, mm-hmm. all of this wow, stuff, things. even but in I've church, just like... Started with that, mm. yeah. I've just started with the working thing, so I've worked in most mm. of my documentation, everything I do is in Swedish, mm-hmm. and I have to do administrative work in Swedish, which is not even my first language, I think it's like my seventh language. Really? Seventh? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ladies, Timmy is single, so if you want a man who's educated, who's organized, he can do paperwork and seven languages. I'm just just throwing it out there. The seven languages of love. I know, really. Oh, oh, he tell you I love you and I it never like, get old. It's like, I feel like my pastor's pimping me out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> okay, so housing, <clears throat> friendships, working, social life, hobbies, basically this. Well, housing, I would say I've been a bit secured in a sense of being part of the university Mm. because the university still has infrastructure that provides housing for students. Mm. And I've been saved that long haul and stress of being in a queue for housing. Mm. Yeah. So that's how I survived that. And the second, so I feel like I can get housing, but I think in bigger cities like Uppsala, Mm. Stockholm, that would be difficult. But I think in smaller places, it would be much easier to get housing because mm. I'm moving to Visby mm. like in this week. Yeah. And I've already got an apartment, which I, it just oh, really? took me a week yeah. after finding out yeah. that I got And it's not connected already. to the university or anything? Or? It's not affiliated to really? the university. But you said all. like in Visby, they're only sheep. So. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's, <laughs> that's why they have empty apartments. Visby is a city on Gotland, which yes. is an island, a yeah, big island outside of... the biggest island in Sweden. Yeah, yeah. outside of 
the Swedish coast. Yeah, so it's on the east, southern east coast of Sweden. Yeah. And it's usually a little bit sunnier than here. Yes. Than the mainland. Yes. People like to take their boats and go to, <laughs> go to <laughs> vacation. Yeah, yes. Just, and then every week they have like the middle tea, middle tea week. That's not the every week. No, every week. once a year. Anna Khan was there. For a week, once My a year. My sister-in-law was they there, have a middle, so. Like mm-hmm. a, a Middle Ages week, you know. So they go back to the Middle Ages and people ride around and they're... Middle Ages closes and they start talking about Willest thou cometh heat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, young lass, come heat hither. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. So, but okay. So when I came to Sweden, it was a bit easier because I already had a connection here. So Jonas, my husband, is Swedish. So when I moved here, I already had him like as a support system. Mm. But the difference is when you came here, you maybe had a university, but. Maybe not on that personal <coughs> level. No, it was Support. very administrative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, they will always do, like show you towards services that are provided by Student Health, mm-hmm. which means Student Health. It's like mm-hmm. uh, a bo- organization or body in the university, mm-hmm. which provides mental health counseling mm-hmm. or just like maybe give you like sometimes with a lot of people that are not acclimatized to the climate in the mm-hmm. winter in Sweden, they yeah. have a lack of sun and vitamin D. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they have these special rooms sun, as well. Sunlight, really? Yeah, sunlight yeah. room. Light they have the therapy. therapy. I studied therapy. at the university. They never told me that. Light, yeah, light like university. Light, um, like a ghost. No, it's not about <laughs> Getting a tan, it's, no, about, it's about getting, getting sunlight. So anyway, when I came brittle. to Sweden, I already had mm-hmm. the support system, but I still struggled a lot with the social, like getting established in some kind of social structure. Really? Because mm-hmm. it was like it took me a year. It lo- mm-hmm. took me a year to actually make friends. Oh, friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the, 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 yeah. that's really hard. I mean, that's sure, you can mm-hmm. you can meet people whatever classes you're doing mm. or whatever work you're doing but to actually get friends for me took kind of a long time like mm. from yeah i'm an extrovert so i'm used mm. to like making friends quite mm. easily and then yeah. when i came here you became quicksand so <laughs> it was really <laughs> wow. hard mm. um and i think now i'm working in sweden i feel very sweetified when i go back to germany mm-hmm. where i come from <laughs> i'm yes. like what's wrong with people there's no route there's no service yes. um, you've changed <laughs> you've changed lynn you're not the I've same changed. you're yes. not the same little german lynn that came over on the boat now you're like <laughs> you're like boat I'm, people <laughs> you're oh like you're like i'm lynn i'm swedish now yeah, yeah. Like, so what about you ed for you, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Do back you feel established? Back when they thought that black people were somebody to stare at, they used to <laughs> stare at me all the time. They used to drive past with their tongues hanging out, staring like, "Is one of those in the real life?" <laughs> I thought it was just on TV when they had roots, and I thought they were colored, but oh, they're real. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was. I think the same thing is that most immigrants feel that. Um, if you come from a culture that's really social and very outgoing and friendly and warm and inviting, hospitality is big, and you can move to Sweden, you may become depressed because it takes such a long time. So mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. It took me several years. So before I could uh, make friends, I might, maybe it didn't take that long because I was up, with, up in the north. I was in Sheleftio, so. But would you say that you got right. a support system because you knew your wife already with all the administrative no, stuff? No, that was okay. <laughs> that was the thing. It's that when we moved here, and so I would ask my wife, I would ask her like, "So you know, are, is anything different?" No, it's just like the states. <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, and I'm like, so what is gonna life? What is life gonna be like in Sweden? Normal. 
<laughs> like the same. So my wife is from the northern part of Sweden, and they give one-word answers, and you're supposed to understand that word. One word has a tons of meaning behind it, mm. but I don't read through the lines. I only hear the one word, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so it was it was really difficult. So I was actually depressed when I moved here um, mm. because I had I had no friends. Yeah, I came from a place where people talk to you on the street and people are friendly and it's really easy to make connections with people to a place where people literally did not talk to me and stared at me. So I went to church. <laughs> I was the only black guy at church. And for the first five months, no one talked to me. Wow. wow. Every single Sunday. And so I would go past, we have like fellowship after the uh, the service. And I thought it was a party that everyone got invited to, except for me, because I didn't know the language. So Ooh. it was. So I didn't know what was going on around me. I just kind of went because you know I go to church and, um, and then it was just it was just hard because because I couldn't speak Swedish and so people were like they weren't rude but because I didn't speak Swedish they didn't really want to get to know me. Mm. So but I, it, it was like the, the threshold was too high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'd have to speak English. Yeah, which of course they could. Yeah, uh, I found out later on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that was that was the full, the first thing and then I moved here in the summertime. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know what Sweden is like, um, the majority of the country goes on vacation in the month of July. Yeah. Which and and if you work in the government, you go on vacation July and August. So that means that all services when you move here, <laughs> like I needed to go to SFE, which is Swedish for immigrants, and I couldn't start until October or November. Yeah. Because I was waiting for everyone to come back from vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't. Like it took me. I had a visa, but I didn't have. Uh, Personal uh, number? Pers- no, no, I didn't have my ID my stamp for the Uppehostestone, for the um, Oh, residency. that's old school. That's old school. Yeah, that's I don't know. Old. You guys <laughs> will do that now? Okay. No. So when I moved here, in your past, they, they put a stamp in and clipped this thing in there that said that now you have the right to live in Sweden. Oh, wow. And no, so you couldn't, so I couldn't leave the country because I had no proof that I actually that belonged here. That you could come here. back, yeah. 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 <laughs> so it was, it was those kind of things. And it, that took like seven weeks. And so for a while, like, like I'm stuck here. I can't leave, can't do anything. I'm afraid if the police catch me, they're going to say, <laughs> ah, you're an illegal alien. It's like Donald Trump all over, you know. And so it's like, I, I, I can't. Back uh, in the days. Back in the days. We'll build that wall. <laughs> no, um, so that it was a little different maybe 20, 23 years ago. Yeah. Uh, with things like that or um, just not knowing anything. And I kept getting bounced around. So I didn't study in the beginning. I just had SFE, and then I started studying studying later. Uh, so I didn't have that support system. Mm. Um, yeah, because there wasn't that many immigrants up in the in the north of Sweden then. So it was. Uh, I think it's different when we moved here, and there were a lot more immigrants. People were used to that, so they could answer more of those questions. More people had that experience. So yeah. I think coming to Uppsala, you guys had an advantage than coming directly up to. It's more urban. Norland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as an advice then for people who come from very different countries and cultures than Sweden try to go to a bigger city because people might be more understanding yeah well not nowadays though that was 23 years ago I think nowadays I think if you if you know you're going to move to Sweden go on Facebook go online some kind of social thing find us tr- <laughs> well find us of course yeah. we're in Uppsala huh? uh, <laughs> No, but but try to get in contact with Swedish people, because but it's you, really strange, weird though. Like, how do you really do weird. that? You because no, but it's the thing. <laughs> if you if you come to Sweden and talk to a Swedish person, they won't talk to you. But online, they'll actually talk to you, and you can actually make a connection with people. That's actually true. Which actually might help you when you come, because you. But I wouldn't like. I wouldn't just write 
to random sweet like oh yeah. this name says it so no because mm-hmm. people you I, I still think that Swedish people are really reserved mm-hmm. so yeah. for that maybe you should find a group like a group yes, a on group Facebook that you can post don't, maybe don't don't write just to a random Swedish just a random person. Swede, a random like Swede. sometimes they're no. really open. It's really yeah. cool, but be careful I, with that. Yeah, I don't well. know. Yeah, because you might get someone that says, Lock. <laughs> that, says <laughs> that says, "I don't know who you are. Stop harassing me." Yeah, I think they I will, will not block you. <laughs> but but I think but I, I don't I don't I'm not the sure. Swedish context is not really confrontational, so it would no. They, they wouldn't would say anything. Even, they wouldn't. They would just block you. Just exactly. <laughs> they would just block you. Yeah. So that's the thing you have to learn about in in Sweden. I think that that if people don't like you, they just ignore you. Yeah, they just They won't say anything. And so sometimes you don't know that you've made a social faux pas. You don't know that sometimes maybe you socially you cross over a certain cultural line that you didn't know about and no one's told you about. That's the other (laughs) thing. You have to know things that you can't know. There are a lot of unwritten rules. Yeah, a lot. That's an encyclopedia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so that's one of the things that sometimes people won't, um, they won't talk to you and tell you what's wrong. They just leave you out of the loop. Or if you meet a Swedish person when you first move here and you meet someone and they're drunk, don't expect for them to be friendly to you the next day. Because oh. people get drunk and they're all like, oh, wow, oh, you're from America. Oh, you're my best friend. Oh, you're so cool. And the next day, it's like, hey, what's up? What's up, Robert? It's like, huh? let me do. Who are you? Yeah. Uh, oops. Yep. And they just walk away. It was like, yeah, you <laughs> hugged me yesterday. We were close. Like, no. We were intimate. You I, hugged, I you hugged me. You said I was your best friend. And, and now you ignore me. <laughs> that, that really, that, 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 oh my gosh, I was like depressed. That hurt yeah. me. Yeah. You put too much into it. <laughs> I, I'm a friendly person. You say you're my friend, you're my friend. I love so you. So American. Well, I so am American. American. <laughs> Americans are friend. friendly. Everybody's your Don't be friend. jealous because <laughs> Americans are friendlier than Europeans, all snotty, snubby Europeans. Uh, I'm not so trying to put in Europeans. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, our heritage is not from Europe, so bring it on. <laughs> I think the incest burner was very strong today. It had an overdose. Ooh. I was like, smell that holy yep. incense around the altar. Yes. Woo. <laughs> Made me um, happy. I think that since we are all a part of cross culture, which yeah. is our multicultural um, congregation. So if you guys want to check it out, go on www.crossculture.se. So there you can see a bit like where we belong. Yeah. Um, but I think because of our multicultural context, we meet a lot of people who are establishing as immigrants mm-hmm. in Sweden. So we try to help people to navigate yeah. through that. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it's hard to... Um, Make people understand how <laughs> I, difficult I, I, it is. I think <laughs> I think that people don't have a sense of comprehension. Hmm. Like, like they don't. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, you can sometimes understand, but mm-hmm. your tolerance and your comprehension mm. could be the problem. What you're trying to say is they're stupid. <laughs> no, <laughs> just no. say it. <laughs> Put no. it out but Timmy, can you can you elaborate on that? I don't. I feel sometimes. Let's per se. Let's say I'm. As I'm South African, mm. I yes. come to Sweden. Yeah. I am part of cross-culture. I'm a Christian. I want to be a Christian. And mm. I want to understand. And, and I, I, I understand that I have to be here because I'm doing my master's. Yeah. I understand that I am going to church because I am a Christian and mm. I want to be a Christian. Mm. But me not tolerate. 
Oh, oi. Oi, oi. Dude, what's candy. wrong with you? Because I ate my food really fast because you made me rush. <laughs> okay. And now I'm all gassy. Wow. Excuse us, guys. Excuse me. Uh, oh, that's, wow. That was with okay. my mouth closed, uh, Moving too. on. <laughs> moving on. Yes. Okay. So, me not being able to be tolerant to people, I could literally come with the perception that's very obscured as well. My own contextual perception. Like, I yeah. could be like, I don't like white people. Because <laughs> I'm from South Africa. Preach it. Okay. Like, I don't like you know, I can't say that my wife is us. white, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could literally be really dumb yeah. about my rationalization yeah. of what is happening at that moment, mm-hmm. and me not trying to actually understand. Because if you come to a place and you're not open-minded or try to do what the Romans do. Mm. What's the point of you going there? What is the point of you learning and understanding the people? Because at the end of the day, those people are going to learn something from you as well. Wow. That was deep. I know, really. <laughs> Let's bring it up a little bit. We're not used to handling stuff that deep. You don't know. I was thinking yeah. about when we meet people that come here and we are trying like with the practical, practical things, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, finding housing, mm-hmm. paper stuff mm-hmm. with the officials and finding a mm-hmm. job. And, <gasps> and I think people... Like, I, I don't know how often I told people, like, you gotta learn a language, you gotta mm. learn a language, you gotta learn a language. And some people are just stubborn or mm. they don't wanna, they don't wanna hear it. I don't know. I, I keep telling them, like, oh, but this and this person didn't learn Swedish and got a job, and mm. oh, and I will make it and I can find <laughs> a job, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I can get really like frustrated. And the same yeah. with housing that people might not understand. It's really hard to find housing, it so is. you you shouldn't have really high expectations, mm. and sometimes you or share. Yeah, share what? Share like housing, like move into someone's apartment and live in someone's uh, share or something, <laughs> like, <laughs> like basement wow. or, wa- or, or room or, or something, room or something uh. just for the time being. I think but you I think have to just make do, especially with housing. Housing is a bit difficult in yeah. Sweden. Yeah, but that's it's what I'm s- what I'm trying yeah. to tell people. But then people who just fresh off the boat or it just arrived they might not understand what i mean they maybe think that i i don't know what i'm talking about right. like uh, it can't be that bad no because you've only been living here for eight years exactly. so what do you know about living in sweden you know no, but then the problem is as well the picture that sweden has outwardly to a lot of countries yeah. or a lot of yeah. people it's very romanticized yeah. Yeah. oh yeah it's when i was a tourist here or on vacation like yeah it's a great great place to be a great place uh-huh. to live like woo, really? yeah uh-huh. I felt like that. I got here. I was just excited I can touch a reindeer, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I was up north. I mean, when you're up, okay, so Sweden is a long country, and if you're up, up north, there's hardly anybody that lives up there. Mm. If you're down in the south, where we're, we're at right now, then there's a lot more people. But up in the north, there was no one there. So I was like, huh, I'm alone in the forest. And nothing can kill me. <laughs> and there's no one here. I've been here for an hour. There's no one here. Um, or, you know, I got to touch a reindeer. And that was like the most exciting thing in my life because it was so <laughs> soft and warm. It was really soft. I was like, ooh. Um, oh, wow. That's no. why Santa only comes out once mm-hmm. a year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's surrounded by reindeer fluff. Mm-hmm. No. But <laughs> <laughs> he's pimping it with that reindeer. Oh, yeah. No, but. Um, but I think that one of the things, though, is that um, what you said, Lynn, was really important. And that is that those of us who lived in Sweden for a long time, we've already gone through all those stages. And when we're trying to tell people things, is we're trying to help people to not have to 
Start all over from zero. Go the hard way, knuckleheads. You know, all you FOBs, that means fresh off the boat. Uh, we just want to tell you right now, if uh, those of us who've been off the boat for a long time, if we come to you and say, listen here, FOB, you got to listen to us. Don't get mad at us. Don't hate us. We're just trying to tell you. To help you. You know, because the language is important. Yes. It's important to understand Swedish culture. People are going to bump into you and not say, I'm sorry. They're not mean or racist. They just don't say, I'm sorry here. <laughs> uh, and so you have yeah. to get used to that. There's all these different things you have to get used to in Sweden. And we can help you. We can help you. I remember seeing someone, they came from like a warmer country. I think it was like Sri Lanka or something like that. I was like, well, have you ever been in the snow before? No. I'm like, well... You know, I can, if you need help, I can tell you, you know, how to dress and layer. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, ooh. I just want to follow you around. So when you freeze to death and start shivering, I'm just going to say, well, nah, you, nah, 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 nah. you know, it's the weird part that yeah. people overlayer as well, because there's also a trick with that, because you yes. can't overlayer. And, and then they sweat, and then they freeze. And then they sweat, they freeze, they get a cold. I have, and then they I don't have 12 understand. layers. Exactly. I don't understand. Why am I freezing? I'm like, <laughs> if you would have listened to us, FOB, <laughs> that's the problem. FOBs don't listen. You know? Oh my goodness! So, so if you would have like, let's say, two advices or one advice uh, to, um, like, from each of us to give to some um, FOBs yes. from wherever they come to come to Sweden for yeah. whatever reason, but try to get established. Yes. You could be a refugee. You could be an exchange student. You could marry and suddenly end up here. Cook. You can just, I don't know, hitchhike and somehow you end up in Sweden. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You took an adventure. Went to a party in New York and yeah. landed in Stockholm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we don't know. Uh, whatever reason you came to Sweden for yeah. and now you want to get established, mm. what would your go-to advice be? Ooh. What would yours be? <laughs> Get married to sweet. No, maybe, maybe, <laughs> no, 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 no. I was, that was just joking. Yo, no, it's maybe not. Compartmentalize it in a way. Yeah. Like, okay. Compartmentalize it yeah. in so that it, we can fit it to different contexts. Maybe it can fit it in terms of like social structure. And okay. you can fit it like in terms of like okay. the job market and then mm. I can sure. maybe go the social because it makes yeah. sense if we yeah. compartmentalize it because we could yeah. be overlapping now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Go. All right. Um, I would say that it takes time to make friends. Give yourself time. If you're going to live in Sweden, uh, you need to give yourself about two years to actually get used to living in Sweden. Less than that, you haven't really experienced the culture. You haven't really get given it a chance to see how you fit in, what's your place here. Less than that, you're just really a tourist, long-term tourist. So mm. yeah. um, that was one of my things. And I think the other thing is that uh, be open-minded. There's things in Sweden that you've never seen anywhere else probably in the world, things to taste, whatever, and be open-minded. Try things, go experience things, go to like a Yule Marknad. That's like a big market we have Christmas at Christmas time. Oh, it's yeah. the best. You know, and just, just to see, just to put yourself in the culture, you know, or stuff like that, um, and then make, as soon as you can, start just trying to connect with Swedish people. People say no in the beginning, but one, mm. there's always some crazy Swede out mm. there who's going to say, Oh, little immigrant, little FOB, <laughs> I'll be your friend. And then all of a sudden, once you have that first Swedish friend, that is the icebreaker. That's the thing that starts to yeah. get you involved. And you'll see Sweden from a totally different perspective. Mm. Yes. Um, talking about working, because, well, Ed is usually working in in the church. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you just started working, mm. like, for... So you other, have more experience than yeah. you would know. So um, I think in the beginning... Uh, I think that 
sometimes people can come and have really high expectations, um, especially mm. when you're not from the EU and mm. you might have a high education or you might have a degree in your country and you even have worked as that and mm. done really well. Mm. You might come to Sweden and things don't go your way because no. in Sweden... Um, certain degrees are not accepted or they require you to restudy everything or a big mm. part of it. Board exam in Sweden. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think what I would recommend is to start start low. Like try just try to find a job. It's really good if you can find a job that's related to your field that you worked with before. But if not, that's okay too. Mm. to start off because it's always better to apply for a job when you have a job. It's always better to mm. apply for a job True. when you have a job. True. Yeah. In Sweden, it's key to have references. It's yeah. like, if you don't have a reference... Swedish references. Yeah, Swedish That's, references. Yes. It's it, it, you, Yeah, if it's not an international company that is like internationally acknowledged, uh, it's really hard for you to find a job with the reference from your home country, whatever mm. country that is. It doesn't even matter sometimes in European countries. They're like, I don't know this country or this company. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so uh, start start low. Like find a job related to your field. Maybe not on the same level because mm. it will be really hard for you, especially if you don't speak Swedish. So get your Swedish down first. Mm. Secondly, network. Yes. Network. Oh find goodness. people, mm. friends, like friends of friends, blah, blah, blah. Network and find people who work in your field. Mm. Find out how did they get where they get got. Find out who can you talk to. What mm. is That's what good. do you require? Like, what mm. do they require? What are they looking for? Yeah. And try to adapt to their way of recruitment, int interview, writing mm. a curriculum. Like, Oh. You don't want to stick out because in many other countries it's really good to stick out. Like mm. you, you should mm. be like you should show off what you can do. Yeah. But in Sweden, mm. you gotta fit in in a certain way. But they yeah. still want you to be special. Yeah. But mm. you gotta still fit a certain mold. Special but not too special. Yeah. Yes. So you gotta that, fit the basics. So that mm. is what I would say from yeah. working. Can mm. can I add to the networking thing? Yeah. Because I think it's important for immigrants to know that. If you grow up in Sweden and you have a tight group of friends, yeah, you move like the same class and teacher will move through middle school and elementary school. Uh, so what happens is you have this group of friends, this network that's super tight. And majority of jobs in Sweden are actually gone through a network, someone who knows someone, mm. not by advertising mm. or anything. So if you're an immigrant, you go to the an employment office, you think, oh, I can find a job. You probably won't. They probably no. won't even hire you from there. No. Nope. Yeah. But it, but the whole thing about networking and knowing people, like you said, Lynn, because most of the jobs that I've gotten, even working in the church, have been because of other people I've worked with, mm -hmm. networked with, became friends with. That's most of my jobs. Even before I started working in the church, when I was working Me up too. north, and I was doing <laughs> like, <laughs> like my jobs. yeah, exactly. I mean, it's 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 so weird how the networking thing here works mm. for an introverted country. The networking thing and that's like key, and then. You gotta meet. You gotta have Swedish friends because you need them to look over things like your CV. Yeah. yeah. Look over your, like your letter of introduction. Yeah. Because even if you don't, even if you, even if you don't speak Swedish, but just the fact that you took the time to have it written in Swedish, mm. and you could write in there like I don't only speak English. A friend helped me to write this. Mm. That just that's that gives you a lot more far, further than writing the whole thing in English or something else, mm. and then putting in there because you won't get hired mm. if you don't have it in Swedish unless the job requires you to speak English. It's it's hard. It's hard. And don't get discouraged because I have a friend. She had to apply. She worked in IT, mm. and IT is really like a hot 
hot field right now. Yeah. And it's English mostly. Yeah, but she still got rejected like over 70 times. So she got, mm-hmm. she applied to 70 jobs until she, and she got several interviews. So True. don't, but wow. now she has a great job. So don't get discouraged. Mm. Don't get discouraged. Yeah, you got to have a little bit thicker skin if you're going to live here because another thing to add what, what, what Lynn said about <coughs> start basic NGOs, volunteer. Yeah. Volunteer. Get a reference. Get get into mm. get into the system. Get yeah. into the networking with all these NGOs because they work with companies that mm. are sponsoring them. They work with people who are actually mm. having the money. So that means that they can literally you you can get a foot in. Mm. Network, network, yeah. network. What was uh. your What was your compartment? <laughs> I don't know. I think it overlapped. <laughs> <laughs> it there overlap. we go. I would say learn the language. Try mm. at least. I think a lot of people are not at least trying. And yeah. the thing about uh, Swedish people is that the moment they realize you don't speak Swedish, they will definitely change to English and you need to stop them right there and then. Learn. No, nope. I, I want to learn. So I can laugh I want to learn. <laughs> well, I want to learn. Please yeah. speak Swedish because yeah. how am I supposed to know how to construct a sentence and so forth? Mm. And then the second thing is like... Mm-hmm. Oh... Yeah, but I mean, you you've been like a stu- you're like a fresh student here. You have a, <laughs> yeah. something from the students. What what should a student maybe from a student's perception? It depends as well because it's very tricky when you're a student because some people are only here for six months. Mm. So I would say if you're here for two or th- two years or three years, try to get into the social structure where you get at least some Swedish friends. Try mm. in your corridors where you are living, mostly if you're a student, or your apartments where you're living. Mm-hmm. Try the nations because Uppsala oh. University has student nations. Mm. But Lund also has nations. Lund has also nations. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Lund also has wow. nations. Try to get into those structures where you can actually get to know Swedish people and start mm. networking in there as well. And then get some friends in your department as well. Mm. So that maybe if you want to be a research assistant and so forth. Yeah. But learn the language, network in terms of the social structure, in terms of how the university structure is. Hmm. Yes. So mm. thank wow. you guys for your input yes. as immigrants. Fresh yes. off the boat, people. I'm fresh off the boat. I'm 23 <laughs> years ago. I'm the freshest of the boat. You're, you're the no, freshest really. one. You still have a little bit of boat smell on you. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. Um, yes. That's from me, Lindgren, and our guest. Tapelo Mabale. Yeah, uh, Mabale. Mabale, baby. And, <laughs> and Edward Lamar Thomas uh, III. Lamar. Lamar. <laughs> What's up, Lamar? Get off my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for watching Fika for Life. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas, and we hope to hear you again. <laughs>